Susan Offen. And I'm Laura Potter. And we're your hosts today for Pure Truth. We want to welcome you to our podcast and thank you for listening. Today, we want to discuss something that has been on our hearts. And this topic is prophetic voices and why they are important. And I just want to open today with this scripture from 2 Peter 1.21. For no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God and they are carried along by the Holy Spirit. Mm, that's good. You know, prophetic voices have, have come to mean so much to me over the past few years because we've been learning so much about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. You know, in my walk with God, He has found many ways to communicate to me. But there's something about prophetic voices or prophetic words that just touch me deeply. Yeah, I'm not in awe of the person speaking it. I'm in awe of the authority of God who is speaking through that person. Right. It's powerful. And I love how God continually shows us who he is through many different prophets. So today, we want to talk about prophetic voices and why they're so important. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to start with a scripture from 1 Corinthians 14.3. It says, The one who prophesies speaks to people for their upbuilding and encouragement and consolation. That's good. The definition of prophecy is a message of God to declare a message of God to utter by or as if by divine inspiration, to predict with assurance on the basis of mystic knowledge from God. And I like what uh, Laura said earlier, we were talking about this, and uh, we have a lot of conversations yep. off, off the mic, <laughs> um, but she was talking about, you know, prof- prophetic or prophets, prophets, mm-hmm. you're saying prophets, and how prophets are a friend of God. Right. You know what so we, God says. He yeah. says, "You are my. I tell my secrets to my friends." Yes, and so that's what describes a prophet. Yeah, we get revelation from him. You know, I yeah. just love that. I love that you said that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, God gives us that information so we can lift up and encourage other people to see things from His perspective. Mm-hmm. We that's all need to encourage, right. right? And we all need encouragement, right? Yes. Right. Yeah, especially right. living in today's world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. There's also a Bible, a biblical meaning. Prophecy Bible meaning is the prediction was one of the functions of the prophet. It has been defined as a miracle of knowledge, a declaration or description or representation of something future beyond the power of human soundness of judgment to foresee, discern, or conjecture. It's inspired by the Holy Spirit. I love that. Yeah. Growing up in a Southern Baptist church, you know, prophecy wasn't exercised much within the church or even among the members of the church. I remember one evangelist that would come and, you know, preach revival services periodically. And every time he came, I felt a strong anointing on him. Yeah, you could see that on people. Yeah. You know, you mm-hmm. could see it. And I love that. And I was just young. Yeah. I, I, so you, you know, knew then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just felt it. Mm-hmm. You know, when he spoke, I knew God was speaking straight through him. And his messages were passionate. They were bold and cutting straight right to the heart, right. you know. Of course, I felt that way, you know, anytime anyone was spirit-filled or walked in that anointing of God, you know, and speaking and preaching. I loved it. Yeah. You know, many times my heart was full and about to burst. And even when I was personally convicted, I loved that feeling of being convicted because I knew God was speaking directly to me and it was a now word and I needed to hear it. Yeah, I love that. You know, Mm -hmm. before my awakening in 2020... I never thought much about prophetic voices in the current times. Mm-hmm. You know, it just didn't, I wasn't, it wasn't relatable to me. 
I knew they existed in biblical times, right? But I never really put much thought in it before 2020. No, I didn't either. Yeah, but boy, was I wrong, Mm -hmm. you know? And once I figured out what God was leading me to, which is, of course, his truth, I wanted more. Mm -hmm. It was like the slow burning fire that suddenly ignited from deep within me. And during that time of my awakening, the Lord led me to an amazing Bible study. We talk about it all the time. And that had me digging into and researching the Bible like never before. And this is also when the Lord started drawing me to his prophets. You know, I love listening, just as Laura was talking about. Mm -hmm. I love listening to the many encouraging words that God has for his children. He's always speaking to us. Right. Right. You know, there's so much that he's revealing about our current time. And because there's so much confusion about what's going on, I couldn't get enough from the prophets that were and are speaking about the things that we're dealing with, mm-hmm. all straight from the throne room of God. You're getting insight from God. Right. That's why it draws you to it. Like, right. okay, I want to know what God's thinking. Right. When mm-hmm. you're in the middle of a war and it affects you, mm-hmm. right? In this war that we're in of good versus evil, it affects us. Oh, sure. Right. right. We're, especially, you know, it affects everybody, but I feel like the the people that are on the good side are more aware of it and and they know. And, you know, when you're in that war, you need that revelation. You want to know what, you know, it starts from the top. Well, who's the top? That's God. Mm-hmm. And you want that revelation flowing down from his throne room of what's going on. So it just helps you understand your place there, mm-hmm. what you're supposed to do, how you're supposed to fight, what we're supposed to look forward to, how we're moving, all the, all the details. Yeah. That's what God does. Well, I mean, you There's can prophets. read God's word, right? And yeah. you can go to him for instruction. Yes. But prophetic voices are going to lead you down the more of a path, a straight line path right? to where how we need to see things from God's perspective, and they're going to hear from him very clearly. Right. So they're like a voice piece of God. Yes. You know, they're they're able to speak things that you wouldn't pick up normally. Right. You know, just by reading God's word right. or going to church and hearing a sermon. Right. You're right. going to hear God's heart. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Right. Know. And you're going to question the voices like you're with the discernment of spirits. You well, know? yeah. So... When someone speaks wherever it may be, church, in a school, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's very important to discern what the truth is because we have been, the truth has been shaded in well, the world. we've been deceived. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's what the enemy's goal is. He wants to deceive us. Right. And, and he's done a great job at it. Yeah. And you can pray for just that discernment yeah. and wisdom to know if what someone is speaking is truth or not. Right. And you need to ask for that. Anytime right. even time you know, anytime you're listening to a prophet or whatever, you Always. you take what they take yes. what they say, take it and meditate on it and ask the Lord, is this is this truth? Yes. You know, and let him let you, you know, say yes or no, right. you know, to that. Is this is this something I accept and and go by this? Or is this something I just go, hmm, I'll think about that. Yeah. You know, I'll put right. that aside and, right. and we'll <clears throat> you know, address it again. And right. It, yeah. You just got to listen to God's voice on that. Right. You know, I think we can all agree that we're in a war right now. It's good versus evil, or really it's Satan and his army versus God and his army. But guess who wins? We win. We win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we need God's prophets to tell us of things to come so we can prepare and learn how to fight alongside God and his heavenly army. Mm-hmm. Partner with him. Yeah. Team Jesus. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so just as in the days of old or biblical times, God speaks to his prophets to reveal his messages and teach his children. He gives us revelation on current events taking place as well as taking or telling us of things to come. And I began soaking in all that the Lord was speaking to me or speaking to many different prophets. I'm still soaking in every word that comes from heaven. 
I want to know what's going on and I want to be available for God to use me in this very real fight that we're in. Yeah. It encourages me so much and it gives me hope when I thought there was none. Right. You know? Um, I just want to talk about a personal experience. I have received prophetic words spoken over me at an organized group meeting at the church and a few leaders who had the gift of prophecy spoke over us individually. This was very powerful and edifying. It spoke to me and gave me a bigger picture of what my strengths are and what I might be getting called to do in my future with these strengths and or gifts. Yeah. And I also attended a Zoom meeting with Eileen Fisher, which can be found on the website eileenfisher.org. And actually, Laura, you told me about her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's good. You had a personal experience. She was the very first one to ever prophesy over me. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard your guys talk about it. It was very powerful. Back Mm -hmm. when she traveled more. Mm -hmm. She has her own ministry and podcast called EFM. I listen to it on on Spotify. Mm -hmm. But Eileen spoke words over each person on the Zoom call. And these spoken words were inspired by the Holy Spirit. It provided such a feeling of hope, and it helps, like I said, to see a larger picture for one's future. Right. And it's always encouraging and builds up a person. It edifies a person. Always. Who wouldn't want this for their life? Right. Right? Who right? doesn't want more inside detail to your personal life? Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I, I want to you be know, reading my mail. Because people can go to, you know... What do you call them? Palm readers yes. or, you know, psychics or whatever. And that's all from the enemy. That is. Now, they can tell you some things, that. you know, maybe about yourself or whatever, but but the enemy knows things about you, too. So there's going to be a trick or a deceive or something in there that's it's right. not of God. You don't you need to want know it's not of God. You don't want to be receiving anything that doesn't come from God. Right. Because right. Satan is the father of lies. And he wants to harm you. Right. He wants to destroy you. Right. So you want to get your revelation and insight, you know, from someone who has a personal relationship with God and getting that directly from exactly. him. Exactly. Right. Yes. <laughs> and it should line up with the word of God. Right. right. Exactly. It'll resonate within you. When God mm-hmm. speaks yeah. to you, when he's yeah. speaking to your heart. You're going to get this, it's going to resonate within you, and you're going to get this feeling of, whoa, mm-hmm. like, that really speaks to me. Well, when a, when someone prophesies over you, you usually know it because they're reading your yes. mail. Right. <laughs> yes. It's the same thing whenever you get those, uh, like you said, those uh, tarot card readers or whatever they are. Uh-huh. They're going to speak some things because the enemy does know some things about you, so they're speaking through that, whoever that person is, and it's going to feel like it resonates with you, but... Because they're going to, sometimes they can be pretty accurate. Familiar. Right. Words. But again, if you're not getting that from God, because God will take it even further than what, just giving you revelation, he'll, you know, he wants to encourage you. He wants to lift you up. He wants to speak positive things into your life. Well, and the enemy can use other people to speak things like that to you, to draw you into things that are evil and wrong and and it just takes you down the wrong path. Right. And they don't, it's not really, it's not edifying and building up, like you're saying. It's sometimes it's bad news. Right. A lot of times it's bad right. news. Mm-hmm. So that you end it puts up, fear in you. Right. Right. That's exactly. And so yeah, then you right. want to keep going back because you fear mm-hmm. not knowing more mm-hmm. right? bad stuff. Right. Right. And the Bible's very clear about steering clear of all that. Yeah. Don't have anything to do with witchcraft or tarot cards or any of that kind of stuff. Palm yeah. readers, all that stuff. Yeah. When when people in the Bible like Saul, I think he he uh, consulted. It was basically seers. not a. Yeah, it was like a seers, wasn't it? Something like that. It wasn't a seer, but it was uh, somebody who Spirit was guide. You mm-hmm. know, they read the cards basically. Right. You know, and and then 
Saul was taken out as king and David was put in because yes. David was a man after God's heart. He right. didn't chase after those things. Right. Yeah. That's good. You know, I also believe this can prophecy, prophetic words can occur with close Christian friends as well as family members like your spouse yeah, or people can, you know, when people know you intimately right. And yeah. they know they can see your life and where God could speak to them or yeah, through them, sure. them to you. Right? Sure. Yeah. And they might be hearing from the Holy Spirit and speak to me and what they see in me, whether it be potential to accomplish something and what strengths would help me follow through. They also might encourage me to walk forward in it. Mm-hmm. And I believe intimacy with the Lord is key in learning to recognize the voice of the Lord. And we can learn to hear the voice of the Lord through as we've said before, spending time alone with him in a private room. And when we worship, desire unbroken intimate fellowship, yeah. when seeking God's face, and by listening to his voice. Mm-hmm. That's good. The requirements are common threads one should look for in a group where prophecy is exercised, like we have in our Awakened Bible study, is of love, support, and agreement. Yes. It should be a very safe setting where people feel free to be vulnerable and free to grow in God's word and in their Christian walk. Mm -hmm. And I think we can seek intimacy with God alone. When I do that, this helps me to develop authority that only comes from him. Right. He helps me to be aware of the authority he has given to us through Jesus and what he did for us on the cross. And this authority can transfer over into speaking what I hear from the Holy Spirit over someone's life, whether it be a, in a prompting to ask questions in a spiritual direction session that might encourage a person to see where God is leading them on their spiritual journey, or it could just be bumping into a person in a store, church, Bible study, the gym. Right. You know, I bumped into this lady when I when I was out visiting my husband in Mississippi, and it was a uh, it was a black woman, and we were on the cereal aisle. And I was just there picking up some stuff for dinner that night. And she touched me. I don't, I haven't even told y'all the story. Mm. She touched me. She just started speaking. We, we were on the cereal aisle for almost an hour. Oh, wow. This, this was not a five minute conversation. She just said, I don't know what it is, but I see something in you. She didn't know I was a Christian. Mm-hmm. I didn't know she was a Christian. And she started talking about her mother that she recently lost. And, you know, it was just the love of God. There was people that were walking between us and there was such a force between the two of us that we were talking uh-huh. that people were just smiling as they walked by but she started talking about her brother that she was worried about she took care of her mom her mom had passed away a year and a half ago but she said and that's what i knew she was a believer she said i can't even go to church i can't I, I get dressed i get up on sunday morning i get in my car i've even driven to the parking lot but i can't get out of the car because my mom's not there Oh. So that she lived with her and took care of her at yeah. the very end, you know, and and we just started talking about different things and about how the world today and how it's going. And she said, honey, if I cut my skin open, what color is my blood? I said, it's red. And she said, if you cut your skin open, what color is your blood? I said, it's red. And, and I said, we all bleed red, you know, mm-hmm. and she's like, we're all the same. And she said, you know, it's just so sad that people people are the ones that are causing all the racism and everything and all the beliefs. Yeah. And I told her that it's from the enemy, you know, because he wants to divide, you know. Right. But as we sat, I sat there, I, I don't get a lot of those encounters like that. You know, Lord, you, you were telling us earlier that you get those divine appointments mm-hmm. a lot. So to have that, I knew that God wanted me to pray for her. Mm-hmm. And she was wearing a mask, so I, I knew that she was scared, you know, of being close up. She 
pulled the mask down to talk, but she kept her six feet from me. Mm. So I, I knew that I, uh, when I asked to pray for her, that I couldn't go up to her and grab her hands because I felt the Holy Spirit said, don't, don't approach her. You know, he said, just let me, you know, and I just started praying for her, mm-hmm. like you were saying about prophesying, oh, wow. and I was just speaking into yeah. her life, and mm-hmm. she was just so blessed. I mean, I'm going to start crying now, because mm-hmm. it was such a blessing for me yeah. to so be able beautiful. to speak somebody I didn't know, and I just knew that she needed that encouragement. Mm-hmm. You know, I just asked God to give her the strength and the courage just to get up and go to church, because she wants to come spend time with you. Mm-hmm. And by the time we got done praying... She was like, all right, we've been standing here for an hour. And she's like, but before I go, can I give you a hug? Oh, So all oh, those barriers just, just came broke down. down. Oh, wow. And all the fear is gone. Yeah, yeah. She was like, I don't know what it is about you, but I just had this connection. I almost wish I'd have got her phone number. Yeah. Because it was such a deep encounter. Yeah. That God, that was a God moment. You know, and yes. I just hugged her and I just scratched on her back and told her how much she's loved. And I said, you have blessed me so much today. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, honey, you bless me. <laughs> it was just such a sweet encounter. But, you know, take advantage of those opportunities when God lines yes. that up for whatever reason. And I, the whole time I'm thinking in the back of my head, my daughter was at my husband's RV and she was hungry and I was supposed to bring her home. <laughs> and, I'm thinking, and, I'm, and I'm thinking she's going to be so upset. But, you know, I told her the story and she's like, it's okay. Okay, you know, because that was it was a God thing, you know. You can't right. you can't walk out of that and not be blessed by it. Sorry, honey, I was having fellowship up yeah. in the Fruit Loops. <laughs> yeah. that, that happens to me a lot. Yeah, I love angry, it. hungry people at home. Yes, yes. So we both walked away crying, and it was just a very special thing. Oh yeah! So. Wow. Divine appointments are always special. Yeah, they are. Yes. You know, yeah. That's a divine appointment from God. Yeah, and He puts you on the same path. In the in the right. cereal aisle, yes, <laughs> yeah, it's very true. All over Honey Nut Cheerios. That's how the conversation started. <laughs> <laughs> They're good. Uh, anyway, sorry, it, got sidetracked. There. That's right. Yeah, you know, God can use the gift of prophecy to change people's plans to put right? them into His destiny for them. See, yeah. and when He sees a need in one of His children, He places a pull and a demand upon His gift within us. Yeah, the gift is not for building. Our kingdom, our ministry, but his kingdom. Right. right. And I love this quote by Eileen Fisher. People are not a vehicle to have a ministry, but ministry is a vehicle to help people to love and serve them. Oh, that's mm-hmm. beautiful. It says in 1 Corinthians twelve seven, the manifestation of the spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. That's, oh, that's good. good. You know, as I grew in my own exploration of spiritual gifting, I realized that the spirit of God had gifted me in the area of prophecy. And I had studied, you know, about the Old and New Testament prophets, and I began to wonder, how was this gifting going to be exercised through me? Right. And I knew I wouldn't receive any training and instruction at my church, because they just didn't teach that. Right. So I began finding and reading books on prophecy, and, you know, the area that that God really spoke to me most, and that was, you know, through my dreams. Yeah. Y'all all know that Mm -hmm. the Lord gives me dreams. He has all my life. And as I look back, you know, I realized that many of my experiences were prophetic in nature, mm-hmm. you know, thinking through my thoughts, dreams and visions and spiritual experiences. It made me realize I had already been walking in the prophetic and I just didn't even know it. Right. You know, I just thought mm-hmm. that was just normal for me, even though I never really felt like I fit the mold of a normal person. <laughs> I was really? always the oddball. <laughs> Otter. Yes. <laughs> You know, I've shared in previous episodes, you know, when I went to my very first prophetic meeting and was blown away by the Holy Spirit, you know, moving through this prophetess that Susan was just talking about, Eileen Fisher. 
she, as they say, read my mail. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. like everything she spoke over me was right on, but totally spoken with the love of the Father. You know, having someone prophesy over me like that, it just changed me in such a great way, and I walked away super encouraged. Well, how could you not? Right. right. It's such you know? a good feeling. It is. Yeah, right. that's so good. You know, God started giving me visions and speaking revelation on things to come in 2021. That was the first time that I ever had my first vision. Hmm. And little did I know or understand at the time of my awakening back in 2020 that God was also calling me to be a prophet. Right. You know, I just learned about all this stuff, so it was pretty pretty amazing. You know, he placed the desire in my heart, but once it was there, I pursued it with everything in me. I had to work through some challenges to get to where I'm at now, but I didn't give up, and I give all the glory to God for that. Right. You know, some of these challenges were doubt, unbelief, lack of confidence, lack of knowledge, not feeling good enough or smart enough, getting over the hurdle that God chose me to speak through to encourage others. You know, that's that whole spirit of rejection, right? Right. These were all things that the enemy tried to use against me, but then I had to learn who I am in Christ. Yeah, you need to know your identity. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, now I embrace this gift. I still struggle with some things, but as an overcomer, I will continue to put the enemy in his place, which is under my feet. That's what the Bible says. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, the prophets of old, the significance of a name back then in history was very important. Right. Right. And many prophets of old didn't understand or even want to be called by God to be a prophet. It was a serious business. It was. Persecution, that's right. Why. Yeah, that's <laughs> sure. Yeah, there are many prophets in the Bible, too many for us to list every single one of them, but we're going to talk about a few of them. Okay, so how about Jeremiah? He was called at a young age. His name means exalted of God. And yet he was called the weeping prophet. Yeah. He felt so deeply about the welfare of the people and he wept over the fate of his beloved country. Wait a minute. Jeremiah wasn't a bulldog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Jeremiah was bulldog. <laughs> Don't get us started. All right. Back on track. All right. Yeah. And Ezekiel means the strength of God. He was very young in his 20s. And he was a street preacher for 22 years and told everybody about God's judgment and salvation, calling them to repent and obey. I'm not mm-hmm. thinking it was very popular. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's hard to do. It is, yeah. But, you know, and back then he was called, he had to lay on his side for 390 days and he could only eat one eight-ounce meal a day cooked over a manure. Ugh. Nice. Shaved I've his head it. and beard. Yeah. Which was very, um, you didn't do that back then. Right. No. And he showed no sorrow when his wife died. Now, there's a lot of things that he had to do that yeah. you're just going, what? You know, that's weird. But everything that he did was out of obedience to what God said to do. God it was, said a, to do a, it. A, yeah, it was. It was usually a, a prophetic act. Yes, you know that he was saying, "I need you to do this because you know this is what I'm about to do." Yeah, and so I know it seems strange, you know, it's but all about obedience. It to is. God, though. It is. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And then there's Joel whose name means Jehovah is God, yet he's the unknown prophet. He warned Judah of God's impending judgment because of their sins and to urge them to turn back to God. Mm-hmm. And Simon means stone or pebble, yet God turned him into Peter, the massive rock. Yeah. Peter offered encouragement to suffering Christians, and many were suffering and being abused and persecuted for believing in and obeying Jesus. And he knew it. He knew persecution firsthand. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Jonah... The runaway prophet, 
Upon receiving the call of God to preach to the people of Nineveh, he ran away from the Lord. (laughs) His purpose was to show the extent of God's grace. The message of salvation is for all people. Even when God changes his mind. Yes. You know, because he didn't, Jonah didn't like the people of Nineveh. They were, they were pretty bad. Yeah. You know, and then so, okay, I'm going to go give this message. But he knew God could change his mind because God's gracious and kind and forgiving. And so when he did change his mind, it made him mad. Right. Like, what? I knew you're going to change your mind. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. It's just, it's funny, you know, when you read the Bible and you, you just, Look at it from a human perspective. Right. Look at these prophets from a human, because we're all human, yes, right? Yes, that's right. These these people we read in the Bible, they were all just normal human beings just like us, and they, they struggled with identity. They struggled mm-hmm. with being bold. They struggled with obedience, and so, you know, we can learn a lot. Yeah, that's right. Wow. And then there's Isaiah, who means salvation of Jehovah. Good old Isaiah. Yeah. He saw a vision. From the Lord, which not all the prophets received. Right. You know, so, and at the end of the vision, the Lord said, whom shall I send? And he said, send me. Yeah. Here's your tip for the day. Isaiah holds the record for being the prophet who is the most quoted in the New Testament. His book contains prophecies of Jesus and John the Baptist. Oh, wow. Fun fact for you. Fun fact. There you go. And there's also Abraham. You know, God spoke to Abraham several times, and many of their conversations were filled with instruction but God also gave Abraham glimpses of the future, right? And Moses, uh, much of Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy are filled with God's message to and through Moses. His prophecies include both rebuke against the Israelites and predictions of the future. God spoke more to Moses than anyone else in the Bible. That's another mm-hmm. fun fact. Uh, Elijah, he was probably the most significant prophet who didn't write his own book. He proclaimed God's word in the northern kingdom of Israel at the time of the evil king Ahab. And his mantle fell to Elisha. We've got Daniel. He was one of the first Jews to be taken into exile in Babylon. In the visions and angelic encounters that Daniel experienced, he revealed more about the end times than any other book besides Revelation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you really want to know end times, study the book of Daniel, Daniel. not Revelation. Right. Okay. Revelation just all points to Jesus. Right. That's what it's all about. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And these were all the ones that we just mentioned were all Old Testament prophets. Right, right. Here's a few from the New Testament. We've got Mary. She was told by Gabriel, the angel, that she would become pregnant with the Messiah, which is Jesus. And then we've got Paul, which is the most well-known one there in the New Testament. He was a prophet both in the prophetic, convicting words he wrote in his letters and in his prophecies of the end times. We've got Peter. He had the advantage of spending a great amount of time with Jesus during his three-year ministry, but he also heard from heaven after the ascension. You know, all of these prophets played a part in God's plan. He still uses prophets today for the very same purpose. And there is more in there. Oh, there's just so didn't. many. I was so just many. mentioning yeah. a few. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bible repeatedly shows God's prophets calling rebellious people to repentance and restoration because of his love and faithfulness, not because of their loyalty. Right. And in looking at these prophets, we find that how they answered their calls and lived them out, and it it all differed in many ways. Yeah, absolutely. And God is still seeking after those who will respond like Isaiah, with a willing and obedient, send me, Lord. God is still looking for motives of those he calls and hearts that are true to him. Yes. I think it's important not to despise prophecy, 
Disregarding prophecy, whether on a national or individual scale, can neither lead to grace or deadly circumstances. Mm -hmm. Prophecy provides vision for all of us, and like I said, individually in our walk with God and what He's calling us to do. Mm -hmm. However, we also must test the spirits, right? Right. To safeguard yourself against lying spirits is to stay in submission to the voice of and the will of God. Yeah. And God's will is for us to hear through his written word, the inner witness of the Holy Spirit, or through the voice of his prophets. So we must recognize who's sending whom, and we must discern if there's any deceit in our own hearts as well as theirs. We must be able to know and perceive if it is the Lord speaking or that of man. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, when we moved away from the Baptist denomination into the direction of a non-denominational church, I was introduced to more prophetic voices, because like Kathy, I had not heard about many prophets, you know. Today, um, of today. Right. Yeah. Right. But mm-hmm. it was when I was, that's when I was introduced to more of the prophets. Yeah. You know, Chuck Pierce's church, Glory of Zion, while visiting, you know, some of their services, every time I turned around to talk to someone there, it seemed like they'd speak a word over me. I felt like everybody wow. there was a prophet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was truly, it, it was, it, it really, Glory of Zion is powerhouse of people for the Lord. Yeah. It really is. And um, good. You know, I knew the scriptures, and I'd seen how God worked through the Old Testament prophets, speaking warnings to God, you know, God's people to get back on track, or words that foreshadowed the coming of Jesus Christ and the events that would unfold. You know, prophets are the voice piece of God. Like I said, as the scripture says in Proverbs twenty nine eighteen, where there is no clear prophetic voice, people quickly wander away from God. Yeah. You know, God used many prophets throughout the, the Bible to help people get back on track, and give them messages that were directly from God. And God still speaks today through his prophets. Yep. Like we were talking about you at yeah. the grocery store, Kathy, right. or, yeah. you know, I've had so many divine appointments with people. And, yeah. you know, to speak a prophetic word is just to give encouragement, reassurance, direction, and restore hope, faith, and confidence that God sees you, he loves you, and he has your best interest in mind. Right. Someone who speaks a prophetic word but doesn't speak it with a heart of God's love doesn't do anybody any good. Right, right. God is love, and even if he has to give you a word of correction, it must be done in love. Absolutely. Right? Yep. Sandwich it. <laughs> yes. You know, it's when I spend time alone with God in prayer that he reveals things to me regarding things that are to come. Right. And, you know, many times I will listen to other prophets to see if I'm hearing correctly. It's just, you know, a good way to, to say, okay, am I hearing right? Just testing it, yeah. Right. Yeah, right. And, and he I, tells us to do that. Yeah. Test it. Right. So I regularly watch and listen to Elijah streams with Steve Schultz as he interviews, interviews different prophets. Yeah. And there are many different ones that have been interviewed, but you know there are also regulars that come on every week. Yeah. The one that I consistently line up with is Johnny Inlow. Well, he's powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, God has given me a couple of dreams even about Johnny and his wife, Elizabeth, instructing me to either pray and intercede for them or to pay attention to their teachings. Right. You know, he's saying, I want you to learn from them. Yep. You know, another prophet that I pay close attention to is Robin Bullock. His teaching, I mean, is so deep. It's deep. It's revelatory yes. deep. You know, he'll he'll read and talk about something, a passage of scripture I've read all my life right. and understood it to be one way. Yeah. And he'll explain it a whole different way. And I'll go, what? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It pops off the page. And I'm like, never have I ever seen it that way. But when he speaks it, see, again, we're discerning the spirits, right? Yes. When he speaks that and explains it, I'm like, 
oh my goodness, that is the right interpretation. Yes. Like, I just know it's truth. And so he's he's really good to listen yeah. to. He's, yep. he's a very good teacher. Yes. You know, even though he's a prophet. Mm-hmm. But right. another is Amanda Grace and Donna Rigney, both of those Amanda, two women. Amanda Grace and Am- has all the birds. Oh, yeah. Behind yeah. She's She takes in animals. That's why it's called Ark the of sanctuary. Grace, you know, yeah. like the Noah's Ark. But she's in upstate New York, and she takes in all these animals and that are strays or or have been left behind or need some care and attention or, you know, and I don't know how many, an, probably hundreds of animals. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, on her land. And so but she's also a powerful prophet. Yeah. Yes, she is. Yeah. The ministry that she does with the animals is just something God told her to do. Yes. You know, so she does it out of obedience. It's just the icing on top. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. So there's also Donna Rigney. Both of those two women that I mentioned are of God are highly anointed and receive direct revelation from God. Yeah, We're talking yeah. like intel yes. about stuff going on in yes. the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure a lot of people listen. Yes. <laughs> you know, I've learned a lot by listening to those words from those prophets and that they've spoken and following their prophetic direction from the Lord. It's really encouraged me greatly. And we've been making our way you know, through these past through years of the pandemic, it's it's helped me right. tremendously. Yeah, it's really given me a lot of encouragement in a time of fear mm-hmm. and unsure. You know, people are unsure of what's right. going on, so yeah. it's really helped it's keep why, me on track. That's why you listen to the prophet. Exactly, if you're unsure, then get God's voice, right? Or listen for His voice, right? Get His mm-hmm. direction. Yes. The words that were spoken strengthened me. They encouraged me tremendously. And there's nothing like hearing personal direction from the Holy Spirit. And then hearing someone else reiterate that very same message to you, right? That's confirmation. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's helped build up my faith and confidence and uh, that I'm hearing correctly. And I know exactly how to think and act during this time of, like I said, uneasiness and turmoil. Yes. God always speaks loudly and boldly through his prophets when the world seems to have turned upside down. Yes. And honestly, we need that encouragement and we need that hope. And I praise God that he still speaks to us today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, the things I've seen and experienced and the things God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit have spoken to me have forever changed my view of God and all that He is. Without His prophets, we would lack direction. We would continue to spiral further and further away from God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wants to encourage us, give us hope, build us up, show us that He cares, and we always must seek Him, for He will guide us into, into peace, joy, love, and harmony where the enemy only draws us away from these things and into destruction and death. You know, and as Lord just mentioned, we have we have many prophetic voices of today. We have mentioned several of these prophetic voices in a few of our other episodes, and all three of us listen weekly to many of these prophets that Steve Schultz and his team interview. You know, God hasn't left us. He is still very involved in all that goes on here on earth. He isn't holding out on us. You know, he's giving us revelation on what's to come, and some of it will happen sooner than later. These prophets are speaking truth that is coming from God. There are many things that are being revealed right now about what has been taking place in our government here in the United United States, as well as other governments in other countries. If you want to know what's going on, listen to God's prophets and pray. Seek him and he will give you revelation on what's happening around our world. Right. You know, one Mm -hmm. of my personal favorites also, you just mentioned Laura, is is Johnny and Lowe. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's really good. He's no longer holding things back. You know, God told him to be bolder and speak his truth. And Johnny's obeying what God asked him to do. Right. You know, and all that we have been going through is starting to make sense because he's speaking that truth. Right. And I encourage all of you guys to check him out. Mm-hmm. 
And I also really love, you know, Robin Bullock. He mm-hmm. carries the anointing of God in him, on him. You can see it on him and you can hear it, you know, whenever he speaks. Right. Mm-hmm. And again, some other favorites are, you know, Amanda Grace. You mentioned her. Donna Rigney. She's good. Kat Kerr. She visits heaven. She's lady with the pink hair. You yeah. have to say it. <laughs> right. The, the pink hair. Hank Kuhneman. He's really good. You know, very, very powerful. Manuel Johnson. Barry Wunsch. He's from the... Is it Wunsch? Wunsch. Yeah, he's from Canada. Canada. And he's called the Canadian, Canadian Hammer. Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, mm-hmm. there's just... Julie Green. Julie Green is good. And there's a guy from Arizona. He's called the Praying Medic. Yeah. Because he's an actual medic, but God just told him, instructed him to start praying over people, and he started healing. bringing healing to the, yeah. these, these patients. I can't think of what his name is, but you can look him yeah, up. Yeah, I forget medic. his, but yeah. he goes by the Praying Medic. Yeah, but there's so many. Oh, my gosh. There are many, many yep. more that we can't, you know, we can't list all of them. Mm-hmm. You can watch video of these prophets on ElijahStreams.com. And since they can't video all of God's prophets, because again, God is speaking to so many of us mm-hmm. right now, you can also go to ElijahList.com to read, you know, those other read the words, yeah. right? And that will also encourage you and give you revelation on current events. And yep. you can go to Elijah Streams on dot com on yeah. Rumble, right? Yes, or yes. they're on Rumble. Yes, yeah, it's an app. Yeah, yeah. You know, God's also giving dreams and speaking prophetic words to one of our hosts, Laura Potter. <laughs> <laughs> and the Lord gives me visions as well as prophetic words to encourage all of us. And Susan, too, she also receives revelation mm-hmm. during her private time, you know, when she's that she spends with the Lord. You can go through to our her, website. Through her counseling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's, she's, yeah. A, she's, mm-hmm. she's a great counselor. You know, you can go to our websites to read what God's speaking to each of us, and, and we'll give you our websites at the end of this episode. And I just want to encourage anyone that's listening to get plugged into what God is doing. It is so exciting. We're living in exciting times right now. And it will take away the doom and gloom agenda that we hear in every media outlet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, God is up to some really big things, some good things, not bad things. He speaks to his prophets to encourage us that he is still God. We should not fear anything because he is our protector. He is our savior. We trust and have faith in him because in him we will find peace, love, and joy. Mm-hmm. Right? All right, that's it for today. Join us next week. We would love the opportunity to keep encouraging you. Right, and we just want to close with this scripture from Proverbs twenty nine eighteen. This is from the uh, Passion Translation. It says, when there is no clear prophetic vision, people quickly wander astray. But when you follow the revelation of the word, heaven's bliss fills your soul. I, I like it. that. Wow. Yeah. yeah. All right, today's episode was edited by Caitlin Beck. Thank you, Caitlin, so much. Uh, We mentioned a few articles, so if you would like to check them out, we will put the links in the notes section of this episode. And before you go, we invite you to please leave a written review anywhere you listen to this podcast, and the more positive reviews we receive will lead to more listeners that God can reach. Also, please subscribe. We would appreciate it very much. We just want to thank you for listening and allowing us to pour pure truth into you today, and we'd love to hear from you. So email us at puretruthpodcast3 at gmail.com. All right, and please visit our websites. Mine is kathyzaka.com. Mine is laurapotter.us. And mine is susanoffin.com. And we hope you'll join us next time. And remember, live thirsty. Thank you, and may the Lord bless you and keep you, and may his face shine upon you and give you his peace. All right, until next time, Susan, Laura, and Kathy. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. 
We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Electricast. Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electricast. Electricast.